This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 30, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. Mr. Mayo, what's going on? Mr. Kirby, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing better now that I know there's no Ask Andy's on this episode. Not on this one. I believe it. Episode 31, it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you love to talk about yourself. You know it. Is that is that right? Am I, no. that, am I that transparent? Not at all. I'm just messing. Yeah, also... We never talked about last time how you said I was wild or I was I was I was you said something like kinky or something. What? You you said something like that. You're like, "Oh, I know you. You're really I don't know." Oh, I think we're going to have to revisit that issue. Well, and I was like, "How would you know?" and you never answered me. I was like, "What are you talking about?" and you never answered me. Oh. I don't know. Well, I'll have to go back and listen to the last episode and find out for you. Obviously, it's been on your mind. Well, I mean, I would like to know what you actually think of me. We're friends. (laughs) We do this podcast. (laughs) Listeners, little do you know that we actually weren't friends before we did this podcast. What Did you say we were or we weren't? We weren't. We were like bitter enemies. We were acquaintances. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no that's true yeah one day i contact jared i hadn't talked to him in quite some time from college and i was like hey man you interested in doing a comic book podcast i know you like comic books i like comic books too let's form a club yeah that was pretty random how where did that come from i i like the idea of talking yeah i have nobody every time i talk about comic books down here somebody rolls their eyes so but honestly though andy like that that's a good question because i never really thought about that before I mean, you and I had known each other for years, but probably on a, when was the last time we probably talked? Like five, probably five years ago, but four or five years ago since we talked before the podcast. So it, what? Like actually like, voice to voice talking? Yeah. I mean, we had yeah. you you had texted or uh, not texted me. You had Facebooked me about um, binding uh, comic uh, books or something. I think yeah yeah because you were um, you were looking for the ecstatics. And, right. Yes. And I had just bought the big uh the entire series of Thunderbolts bound. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that's what happened. I mean that's where it came from. Okay. Yeah. So I I mean I thought of you and I was like, Oh, he's still into comic books. Awesome. So I forgot about that. You know, we should probably go back I haven't listened to it since we recorded it, but go back and listen to the first episode. I wonder what that was like. Oh, dude, I have listened to probably 10 minutes of the first episode. It was bad. Oh, really? Well, I mean, the recording quality was terrible. Well, that was back in the days when I was on my cell phone. Right, and that was back in the days when I was recording it using my cell phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming we're coming up on 2 years. Did you know that? 2 years in August, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, August eighth sticks out in my mind, but I can't remember my children's birthdays. So. Oh, Jackie, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, Jackie and the girls are away. You, you were gonna ask me, um, 
You were gonna yeah, ask what's me going on? Have you been left? Yes, I was left all week. I'm home alone, and I've been I've been doing stuff that Jackie would never do with me. So like, I'm watching all the <laughs> all the Walking Dead. I'm trying to trying to finish that. So um, because there's six episodes out in the first season, I had only seen the first one, and Jackie would not watch that with me. So Uh-oh. I'm trying to watch all that. Uh, trying to watch Futurama season six, which I'm I hadn't watched any of those. Well, I think I watched three of them. And then I'm trying to catch up on all my comics, dude. I went to the LCS and on Wednesday, and I bought like fifty dollars worth of comics, and it was all the ones that I didn't purchase from DCB Service. Who's our sponsor? Who you should buy from? DCBService.com. You Amen. get 40% off all your current issues, and you order in advance, and you know exactly what you're getting, and they have, they tell you your previous orders. It's fantastic. I buy trades from them. It, they're wonderful. Anyway, DCB so This was just like a, a spur-of-the-moment buy. Like, this was an impulse buy at your LCS. Yeah, dude. I, I was like, I went there. I was looking around. I was like, you know what? I didn't order this. I didn't order this. I didn't order this. I came out, and it was like, it was 50 bucks, and then I was walking out the door, and I saw on my right some new releases that weren't with the rest of the Marvel stuff, and I went back, and I picked up three of them, and I went back. <laughs> the girl was like, oh. And actually, the girl at the counter was like, hey, you're the one that has the podcast, right? Are you kidding? No. No, that's what she said. How did she know that? Well... I was talking to her husband about trying to become a sponsor. I remember. Right. Because of the they they do they move so much merchandise as far as um action figures and collectibles and stuff. So I was trying to get them as a sponsor for that. But he said, "Alas, they're trying to build their local, you know, their 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 local customer base." Sure. I understand. Yeah, yeah, and he was trying. He was the one that was asking about our Facebook analytics and everything, and I printed them all out and threw them on the table, and I was like, "There, there's <laughs> analytics." <laughs> Actually, no, he was really cool. I felt like I was pressuring him into it, and so I emailed him. I was like, "Bro, look, like I, I don't want to press you into this. It's only it's supposed to be like good for business, and because I know we've helped DCB service. I mean, everything that they pay." Us, they've made back if they make one customer and they order that mu- that many books per month. You know what I mean? Well, how about from just you alone? Well, yeah, actually, that's true. You know? Yeah. And I order for the guy across the street too, so I so I save on shipping. Dude, you should order. A real entrepreneur will order for the guy across the street and then upcharge him. That's terrible. Hey, you got you, your time is money, right? So you got to spend the time talking to him, finding out what he wants, p- clicking, and clicking, and sending it. Then it comes to you. Then you have to sort it. Then you have to walk across the street. Time is money, baby. I, I mean, I guess that's true, but we split the shipping, so I feel good about that. Like, okay, if he gets more books than me that month, then he'll pay more shipping than I will. Yeah, that adds another variable I had not considered. Yeah, so I think it works out. I think it's okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna rip the guy off. He's a good friend of mine. He's listening right now. He's like, what the? <laughs> Actually, he only he he's not listening because he he only buys DC stuff. So. 
<clears throat> it's all right. <laughs> you can edit this part out, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, our sponsor is DiscountComicBookService.com. They are fantastic. Um, if you miss an issue, you can call them up or email them and say, hey, can you please throw it in there for my next go-round? I missed it, and they'll, they'll be happy to do that. Sometimes they send you some extras and uh, everything. Hey, Jared Mayo, do you use DCBService.com? Dude, well, I just wanted to give a real quick shout-out to Scott at DCBService.com. Uh, <laughs> because even though we're, you know, there's a, a customer reversal kind of role thing going on, he's awesome. Like, just when he emails me back, he's polite. Um, he, he's, you know, I forgot, I've forgotten like two or three times to attach an invoice when I invoice him. And I just come up looking like some dork. And he's like, <laughs> hey, dude, it's easier if you send me an invoice or whatever. And, and uh it's just a, it's a good, it's not so businessy. It's really laid back, and I just want to give a shout out to Scott. He's fun to work with. I hate to second guess you, but when you texted me, you said Zach. Zach, I mean. <laughs> oh my gosh, I said Scott, didn't I? <laughs> I was thinking Scott of Fables on the comic book. Oh yeah, 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 Scott. I'm sorry. Sorry, I just have so many friends, you know, they're hard to keep track of. <laughs> yes, all your friends who you've never met. You've never met Scott of Fables, and you've never met Zach from DCP Service. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really funny. Yes, Scott of Fables uh, over at comicbook.com. Um, yeah, he, he seems to be posted a lot on our site, and he's, he's an extremely opinionated individual. Yeah, he's fun. I like him. Yeah, he's got a good voice, too. So um, if I'm ever out sick, he can take over. Speaking of voices, though, I must say I did call into our uh, our 616-755-TINA today uh, just to kind of – I'd never called in before because you kind of – you handle that part of the podcast and wanted to see what it says. And lo and behold, I'm greeted by this sexy voice on the other end. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the air. <laughs> I was like, what kind of phone service is this? What? Lo and behold, it was Andy Kirby. No, that's when I first set it up, and I didn't know if it was recording. Look, I'll change the message. I'll change the message. And it's not sultry like that and seductive. It was oozing. No, it's it's really a non-confident voice, because I called in, too, because we had, uh, like, somebody said it wasn't working right. I think uh, Shane said it wasn't working right. No, who said it? Lewis said it wasn't working right. Um, and so I called in, and it, and it was, but it, my voice, I was like, man, i got to change that. That's ridiculous. It's like, leave a message and we'll play it on the air. No, I thought I was calling like to the Chippendales or something. Wow. Wow, thanks. I was just like, dang. Maybe we should say, you know, in a real dorky voice, like, this is Marvel 616 politics or something. I don't know. It just... <laughs> That, but maybe that's the way we can get lady viewers. You know, you know? what? We'll, we'll chart. We'll, we'll record it as your um, your Charles Xavier voice. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of our voicemail, uh, this is Marvel Six One Six Politics. You can go to Marvel Six One Six Politics dot com. You can email us at Marvel Six One Six Politics at gmail dot com. Or follow us on Twitter at 616politics. Facebook is where it is. Facebook.com slash Marvel616politics. 
That's where we interact with fans on a daily basis. We have polls almost every other day. Um, lots of fan interaction. It's a blast at Marvel Six at Facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics. And then leading into our next feature is our um, phone service that we have with the sultry Andy S. Kirby <laughs> at uh, 616-755-TINA. Leave us a message, ask us questions, whatever you've got to say. All right, and we're going to we're going to test out a new bumper, one of my new favorite bumpers. It's going to be the fireside chat with our uh, voicemails. Now, Jared, you can't say that you don't like that bumper. That's fantastic. Amazing is what I have to say. Amazing. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know you couldn't hear it on the other end. <laughs> oh, you're such a good faker. <laughs> All right. Well, we did have some voicemails this time, and uh, no uh, threatening voicemails like last time that were um, somewhat lurking and creepy. But, yeah, Mr. Schmeer-Schmidt. So um, our first one, let's listen to it. Hey, guys, this is Shane. Uh, I picked up the Carnage series because you guys were talking about it uh, a few episodes back. I was wondering what you guys were thinking, where it's going, and what you guys thought about it. You haven't talked about it since. Speaking of that, what have you guys thought about the Venom issue with Flash having the symbiote, and he has to fight with it? Stay sane, essentially. All right. I'd like your thoughts. Okay, so a couple topics here. The the Carnage book and then the uh, Venom book. Dude, the Carnage series, I I cannot get enough of that. That Carnage needs to just be ongoing. Who's who's that artist again? Is that Crane? Crane. Dude, when he because he, he did X Force. Yes. He could he could paint or draw a series about Hercules versus Howard the Duck, and it could be 12-issue maxi-series, and I would pick it up because it is just gorgeous work. I love the art. You know what? That took away one of my would-you-rathers for later on in the segment. Oh. Howard the Duck. (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess he could probably do Howard the Duck well, but Hercules, oh, can't take it i'm just saying his art is beautiful it is it is beautiful his cover art is fantastic too i think you know how a lot of times cover art is a lot more um you know more detailed and they kind of spruce it up because you know but i think his art throughout the entire book is top notch well anyway the the substance of the story i would say that um i'm really enjoying it um I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but I'll give away as much as been out yet. Um, I have not read issue four because when I went to the LCS, they were out and I forgot to order it on DCB service. And I kicked myself. Um, I forget about that one because it comes out bi-monthly, but I, I don't know what's going on. Like, the the symbiote takes over the doctor and the doctor brings it back to Cassidy. And I, at first... I mean, the story's good, but at first I was like, well, who are those two guys? Are they aliens or are they from the future? But I guess they're just um, security guards at the facility. Whoever um, 
you know, Iron Man's rival, whoever that is in the book. I don't know if we've recognized his name before. Who's do you know who that is? And the um he's in the first one, he he's at the stage, he's shown off the new exoskeleton type thing. You know, let me grab that issue real quick. Talk amongst yourselves. I got amongst yourselves. What a, who is who's talking? Me and Tina? Discuss why Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Right. Okay, well, if I had to kill one state in the Union so that the rest of America could survive, you know, obviously it would be Hawaii. Because we don't really need Hawaii. I mean, think of the milk prices out there. Is that a birther joke? What? Is that, are you getting political? Is that some kind of birther joke? No, I'm saying I don't like Hawaii. I don't like the ocean. Why would I want to be surrounded by the thing? Andy... What do you mean? All right, it's um, Michael Hall. Okay, do we know that guy? I I've never seen this guy before. Okay, I'm wondering why it wasn't somebody we knew. Anyway, all right, prediction time. Do you think Carnage is going to have a new host by the end of it? Without a doubt, it's going to be the chick. You think so? You don't think it's yeah. going to go back to Cassidy? I wish it would, but it's going to be the chick. I'm not convinced, bro. I think that Cassidy's going to get it and he's going to stay with it. Because would they change both Venom and Cassidy? I mean, and Carnage? This is from the company that killed Captain America. Yeah, but he was lost in the time stream. He wasn't really dead. Yeah, but it'll work. It'll happen. Trust me. Okay, I all right, prediction. Remember this, listeners. We're gonna say who's right. Somebody somebody wrote on the Facebook, I forget who it was. It might have been Bradley. He was or Stan. I don't know. But they wrote, Does Andy ever get tired of being wrong all the time? <laughs> did somebody is that my imagination? Am, am I a little paranoid or did somebody <laughs> write that? I think I, I remember reading that. First of all, I am were... not wrong all the time. Dude, you are. You can't even win at Tina's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, but that has nothing to do with my my percentage. <laughs> that's just rude. You hit me at my lowest point. I, I apologize. No, there was. You're right. There was some. It was a couple weeks ago. There was some po- post, and I was asking about something, but they misstrewed it as who's better, Andy or Jared, and they were like, "Yeah, Andy's tired of being wrong." <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, I know that you don't like my sandwich choices, and I know that you guys don't like that I don't like ice cream. I know it, okay? I know it. He hates America, people. We can, I like America. America. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys got to go look at this Pabst Blue Ribbon uh, YouTube. This thing about if you're American, you drink Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. This is, this is insane. Have you seen this thing? No, Andy, I don't drink. Well, regardless, if you, you do you go on YouTube? I'm not the raging alcoholic that you are, okay? <laughs> You're like, Jackie and the kids are gone. Let's drink Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what happened. Um, no, anyway, the guy's like sitting there and he's like a really skinny redneck guy. And he's like, I like Pabst Blue Ribbon because it's American and it's like, 
you know, it's like George Washington. It's almost as old as George Washington. And when you taste it, it doesn't really taste that good. But it's it's like you feel <laughs> like George Washington is marching down your throat, fighting the Redcoats and the Gross. Indians. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy cow. <laughs> he, and he says, I was telling my son, go in there and buy me some Pabst Blue Ribbon. And... They always ask for his ID, and he's like, "You no, you don't need ID. If he's four, he's American. He can buy stuff. <laughs> you you check his his ID, and it says Missouri. That's America right there. That's all the ID you need." <laughs> anyway, what well, I I obviously got a huge kick out of this thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably because we have somebody here that is almost like that. Mm-hmm. At the office, because here I'm at the office recording. And anyway, what I'll get off of that. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh. Where were we? Um. Yeah. Venom. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Venom. All right. What are you thinking about the new Venom series? Have you read that? I don't like Flash Thompson. Why? Why? Why don't you like Flash Thompson? Everybody's always loved Spider-Man supporting cast, but I've never cared for them. I don't like human people. I like. People with powers. Yeah, but Flash is like the only guy that's stuck by Spider-Man through thick and thin. He's not stuck by him. He's hated him before. No! No, 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 no. Yes! Flash thinks Spider-Man can do no wrong. He doesn't like Peter Parker, but he thinks Spider-Man's amazing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There we go. Hey, did everybody hear that? For the first time, Andy was right! (laughs) You're a jerk. I think think one of our entire episodes... I think one of our entire episodes was titled something like, I don't agree, but you're right. And that was because of a quote you said, oh, I, oh, I, guess, you're, I guess you're right. Oh, I guess you're, you're, you're wrong, but I agree with you or something like that. <laughs> right? I mean, get off of this. This is ridiculous. Anyway, I like the Venom series. I'm not crazy about the art. I know that um, it's the same guy who does the art for... Um, uh, Walking Dead, and he did the art for uh, Castle, Frankencastle. Mm-hmm. But his Marvel stuff, I just don't like it. I mean, I think it's it's good in black and white, but when it's in color, it's it's it kind of detracts. It takes away from the story. I haven't read it. <laughs> wow, holy cow. I just got to be honest with you. I'm not going to pretend like I have. Okay, all right. Well, the issue two just came out yesterday. Um, issue one was good. I liked it. Um, I guess Spider-Man 630.1 or whatever that was, was kind of a Venom issue. Um, it was good. The concept's good. I like the idea that Flash gets, um, his chance in the spotlight to be a hero. Cause that's kind of always what he wanted to be. He always wanted to be a hero, either on the football field or later when he joined the military. And he really does have a sense of honor and justice. And it kind of, it kind of stems from Spider-Man. So I really think it's really interesting how one of Spider-Man's greatest villains is now doing what he's doing because of the inspiration that Spider-Man gave him. I'm down with that. Yeah, and I think issue three, Spider-Man's going to show up, so it should be it should be pretty uh, pretty cool when they interact with each other. Now, do you think the series is going to last? Do you think Marvel's going to keep on to it, or viewers or you know readers going to tap into that? It has a huge hype. Um, issue two was kind of a letdown. Um, like already, he's 
you know, he can only be with the suit. He has to, he can't be with it for over 24 hours or 48 hours or something like that, or else it's going to bond to him. And, um, so this issue, it starts in the middle of a, of, of a mission and it says, Oh, I've been in the suit too long. At least they haven't, you know, killed me yet with their, their remote detonation or whatever. So it's kind of like it's already jumped the shark. You know, it's a novel idea to have Flash be Venom. But, you know, I thought it was going to be an outline of 20 missions and his progression into the character of how he's going to fight the symbiote trying to take him over and do stuff like that. But it didn't really seem like that in issue two. It didn't seem like it was building toward that at all. So it was kind of a letdown. So after after issue one, I would have said, yes, it's definitely going to go the distance, at least the 20 missions. And especially since it's Remender and he's doing a fantastic job on X-Force and everybody loves him. But after issue two, I don't know, man. Well, do you think, kind of like the whole Carnage thing, do you think that he's going to stick with him? Or is he going to go back to Eddie Brock? I think that the plan is that it sticks with Flash, yeah. Now, if Marvel editorial changes the plan halfway through, then that's a different story. Well, and I guess, you know, Venom hasn't been with Eddie Brock for years. Yeah, no, he I hasn't. Thought, Ever since yeah. Millar did his um, Marvel Knight Spider-Man. Yeah, and that was a that was back when I was in college. Was it? Yeah, I remember going to the LCS and picking those issues up individually. Has it really been that long? Holy cow! Because that's what that's at least seven years. Well, six. What? I graduated in 2005. Oh, I graduated in 2004. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. I forgot how much older you were. No, I graduated early. Ooh, burn! Because <laughs> you gra- couldn't handle it. <laughs> Ooh, burn! <laughs> That's Actually, no, I was just lovesick, and so I wanted to get married, so I needed to get out of college to do that. Exactly. That's what Jennifer told me. I was but, like, why wasn't Jackie your RA the next year? And she's like, Jared, she got married. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's given, she's doing her senior presentation with me holding our two-week-old outside the classroom trying to make her be quiet. <laughs> it was, oh, good times, good times. Who's that baby out there? This is – people kept walking by, and they were like, whose baby is that? And I was like, it's mine. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> They were like, you have a child? Like, yeah. It was probably you. You probably walked by and you made some snide comment. Dude, it was. I was going back and forth and I'd wear a different hat or a fake mustache each time. So you thought it was different people. I knew that Hitler mustache wasn't real. I tried. After you walk by so many times, you only have so many costumes. I I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, next voicemail. This is taking forever. What is up with X-Men First Class? Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) 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 Yes, what is going on (laughs) with X-Men First Class? I'm assuming that uh, Jason's referring to the new trailer that just came out, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking so, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this new trailer? Oh, yes. What do you, what do you think? Oh, 
It's just a train wreck. It looks so awful. I remember when X-Men 1, 2, and 3 came out, it was like, you know, midnight showing every piece of information that would trail out. It was just like hanging on every word, you know? And this, I just could care less about. Well, you know, our top our top five episode is pretty much just is how I feel about the whole thing. Havoc <laughs> is Cyclops' dad. What is Emma Frost? What is Mystique doing there? Come on. I mean, the whole That was no- great, though, because you were like, wait, who's in it? No, say another character, and I'll say whether they're in it or not. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, you're just going to make fun of me the entire episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great, because you had no idea. And when I was telling you, you really thought I was joking. No, I really did. I, I had... I, I really didn't know that Angel, the girl, was going to be in it. Yeah. I mean, it's because I, I don't watch TV. I don't, you know, so I haven't seen these trailers. Unless I go out and actually look for them out on the internet, I don't know when they come out. I don't see them, you know. And the whole idea of dating this back that far, I don't know if that's a good idea. I'd rather have it start in modern day. Me too. I don't like the X-Men movie. Me too. And it's got there's a relationship with Beast and Mystique, and ugh. Wait a minute, they're in a relationship. It showed them in a relationship in the the latest trailer. Oh goodness gracious! No, I'm telling you, it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take that Charles Xavier seriously. The guy's got like a, a like a a giant oval shaped head, almost square. <laughs> He's like a walking octagon face. It's it's bad. It's bad. I'm really hoping. It would be awesome if, and it's, it will probably never, ever happen because it's a cash cow. But I would love if Fox would just give the X-Men rights over to Marvel and they would take care of it. You know, well, the, the only way that's going to happen is if it fails miserably and falls flat on its face. And then it's going to be that much harder to resurrect into a quality product where you're going to actually sell people on it. But, I, but they're doing it with Fantastic Four, you know? Are they really? Because I, I heard, speaking of which, Scott of Fables told me a new Ghost Rider movie's going to come out. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage. Cause the no, first... it, no, it's supposed to be a, a reboot, right? No, Ghost Rider 2 has Nicolas Cage. They already filmed it. What? No. What? what? No. Are you serious? Yeah, he already filmed it. They filmed it in, like, Yugoslavia or the Czech Republic, somewhere over there. How did this? How did this fly underneath my radar? No way. Yeah, dude, it, it was all over the internet. Dude, I have to look this up. I didn't see anything of, on it on Twitter at all. It yeah, uh, it's awful. When does that come out? Who cares? <laughs> There's supposed to be another Daredevil movie. I'm all about that. Yeah, that that looks like it's gonna be a reboot. Yes, it should be. The only good actor in that whole thing was. What was it? Michael Clark Duncan, the, the Kingpin. That was the only good actor. Oh, uh, see, I love Daredevil. Jennifer and I really liked that movie. Everyone else hated it, but I loved it. Why? Why did you like it? It had the only good Daredevil characters ever made. Those four. So that was the plus. It was that combined with like the Evanescence songs. It really made like it really had a good emotional connection. Uh, I thought it was great. I'm I'm silently shaking my head at you. Everybody is. Everybody I tell that I love Daredevil, they're like, dude, what are you smoking? But I liked it. Okay, go back. 
go back and rewatch that. And when he lights the daredevil symbol on the ground with his cigarette or whatever, tell me, tell me how realistic that is. Andy, do you know what the movie is about superheroes? That's not realistic in the first place. Okay, Sean Shearschmidt on the <laughs> Facebook page had a question. Uh, his 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 daughter? No, his sister uh, <laughs> had a question. Uh, the Marvel Online uh, comics. Should she pay sixty dollars a year? For all those back issues and everything else, or should she save her money? Is it worth it? Save your money. Okay, now why you say that? Dude, sixty bucks for something that, you know, in three hundred and sixty five days you have nothing to show for? What's the point? That doesn't well, make any sense. Buy sixty bucks like buy sixty dollars worth of trades or or get some you know, an iTunes subscription and actually purchase the stuff. Yeah, I can see the purchasing thing. But it's like a library. It's like $60 to pay for a library of of stuff. Okay, here's what I think. Okay, if you are in it to read the stories and you just want to read the stories and look at the art, then yes, go for it. If you are in it to know what happened, okay, previously up until this point, use Wikipedia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, us. Apparently we know it all uh, as – (laughs) <laughs> I mean, honestly, we everything we've talked about so far, we've known everything about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, Wikipedia for I, I always tell people Wikipedia for factual stuff is very questionable, but Wikipedia for non or for fiction is almost always spot on. Well, here's the thing about Marvel and their online comic book resources or whatever. They've got ton they've got thousands of issues up there, but huge gaps. You can you can download, you know, Wolverine issue thirteen and fourteen, and then the next issue that you're able to download is eighteen. Like that's a huge gap and there or even limited series they've got up there and they're missing like issue three. That's not a service that I want. Are you sure that that's how it is? Yes. Like I can, I can see about what you're talking about because they might skip a story arc here or there. They might skip filler issues, but in a limited series, they're going to be missing something. In a six issue limited series, they'll miss number three. Yeah, dude, I can remember when when they were um, back about a couple months ago, they would be like, "Yeah, we're releasing five new issues a day," and it'd be like Infinity War number four. <laughs> what? I'm going to yeah. need all of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want a library. I don't I don't want just, you know, an issue here and an issue there. Do you remember in 2001 when the dot comics came out? Yeah. Marvel dot comics? Those were awesome. Yeah. I liked those. That's yeah. how I read that's how I read the first 6 issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, those were cool. Or, or you go to the LCS and get the digital library of 10 comic books on a DVD-ROM for 1995. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was all the first issues of... It was, like, first issues of Cap, Avengers, X-Men, Hulk, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Punisher. Like, all the big ones. It was just the first issues. And it was a DVD-ROM. It was, like, 10, 20 bucks. Because huh. I just saw one at the LCS now. It's discounted for, like, $2. <laughs> 
Yeah, because everybody's like, why in the world am I going to buy something with it on it when we can download it or get it digitally yeah. through iTunes or whatever? So you would rather own it, though? Oh, definitely. Any day of the week. Would, would you? or? See, I don't know. Like, If I knew that I had access to it at any time I wanted, I'm not a huge collector. I really am into the stories, and I, I want to know what happens. So if they didn't have gaps then I would seriously consider that and be like, okay, well, I know that this is coming out, and if I need to go look something up, it's really easy to do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, if you own it in a paper copy, you can't take your your collection everywhere you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, there's a really... Marvel has a really cool deal now. If you subscribe, you get a free uh, X-Force Archangel Marvel Universe action figure. Oh, ha ha! That sweetens the deal. Oh, dude, yeah, it's going for like sixty to a hundred dollars on eBay. Are they really? Holy moly! Yeah, I would love to get my hands on one of those. That pays for your entire subscription. Yeah. No, but I don't want to sell it. I want to keep it for my collection. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. All right, are we done this question? Yeah, and we we actually had one more attempted voicemail, Andy. Um. Yeah, we had a fan that could not get in, um, but her question was, um, her husband is a big comic book fan, and he wants to go to the midnight showing of Thor, the midnight showing of X-Men, and the midnight showing of Captain America, and she was wondering, she's only going to go to one, and she was wondering which one would be the best to go to. Is this your wife? Yeah, but she wanted me to say it <laughs> and not say it with her. <laughs> she didn't want to be called out. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so what happened when she tried to call? How come she couldn't leave a message? Hasn't she left messages before? She has, and she called, and some lady said, please say the name of the person you want to leave a message for. Beep. No, after oh. after you do that, if you call the first time, that's what it says. Not when I call. No, the first time you ever call, it says, please say your name. And then you say your name, and then it connects you. Well, that's dumb. I can't help that. That's just Google Voice. Listen, everybody, listeners, I forgot about that. The first time you call, it's going to say, please say your name. And then what happens is it's supposed to ring to one of our phones. And then when we pick up, we say, oh, it's so-and-so. Okay, I'll pick it up or it goes to voicemail or whatever. We just use it for a different purpose. Okay. Yeah, so that's why that was happening. Well, what do you, what would you say? <laughs> what would your answer be? For oh, for okay, all right. For Captain America, Thor, and X Men. Yeah. Captain America, hands down. Why? Because I don't have high hopes for the Thor movie because I'm I it it looks kind of it kind of looks campy, and then the X Men movie we just said it was gonna be a total train wreck. So why not see the best one? Well, see, I think Thor's going to be the best. Why? I think Thor looks... Thor, like, seeing the previews makes me want to go out and buy a sledgehammer and run around the yard and yell, have at thee. <laughs> Your neighbors are going to be calling the police on you. Well, they're really old. But <laughs> we live in, like, an old folks place. <laughs> but it just... I just want to just yell, have at thee, and just scream and jump off the roof and stuff 
I think he looks so cool. He looks like tough and like he's just going to kick the destroyer's butt. What, really? Because all the pictures and everything with him in the costume, it looks like a modern day guy in a in a getup. It looks like he's got cheesecloth hair and or mop head of hair. It looks it looks totally dumb to me. He Have doesn't. You watched the trailer. I watched the our first one a while ago. Well, Andy, there's been like 72 trailers out since then. All right, I'll invest some time. But you would go see Cap. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I think it's just because I like that character more. Mm-hmm. Well, that... her her biggest piece is because it's a period piece, and she's not big into period movies. What? Why? Well, I'm not either. But well, that's just... what I was gonna say. You're. You don't like the you like the future stuff, not the past stuff, right? Yeah, and that's why she's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Well, I, it's gonna be a setup though for the for the next movie. I, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. But then and then see her favorite X Men character is Mystique, so she's kind of pulled it. But she thinks Thor looks the best out of all three of them, so well, that's then, why she's kind of pulled. Then go see Thor because that's gonna. Well, I don't know because she's not a huge fan, so. Her looking forward to the movie, she's not going to be jaded by the fact that it's different than the comic book. I just need something to keep her awake because we're going to midnight showing. <laughs> I I would say Thor then out of those. Are you planning on doing midnight showings for any of them? I there's a guy down here whose name is Sal who said he's going to invite me to go. But I don't know which one, so it might be a midnight showing. Okay. So Jackie's not going with you to any of them? I'm going to try to take her to Captain America, but I don't even know if I'm going to see the X-Men movie in the theater. Yeah, that's how they get you. They find these dorks that anything that has an X on it, they'll go to, i.e. me. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we can put out crap, and they'll still come. I'm glad that you were talking about yourself instead of our listeners. Oh no, totally me. I mean, you throw, you slap an X on it. Well, X Men. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna go see it. Yes, I'll be there. <laughs> At least you didn't insult the French and be like, "Oh, these French people, all our French listeners." <laughs> all right, this is this is boring. Let's move on. I'm, we are going really long. <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. I apologize, listeners. This is insane. All right, let's let's get to some other stuff. The state of our union. All right, state of the union. We got some fear itself tie-ins and we have Avengers 12.1. Let's just hit these quickly. All right, um, why don't you start with the Journey into Mystery, and then I'll do Iron Man. Um, you might have to correct me a little bit, because I was kind of confused as I was reading Journey into Mystery. Okay. It was kind of confusing. But the gist of it is that Loki is re- I mean, he's made all these deals with, you know, Mephisto and Hela and... Um, I mean, he's the, the god of trickery, you know, the god of mischief. He... That's just Loki. But uh, he's like reincarnated into a little boy. Right? And yeah. then 
but then also like the spirit of Loki shows up and so the spirit of Loki is in this little bird that the boy Loki keeps. Am I correct so far? I don't know if it's in the bird. Okay, I thought it was in the bird. Okay. Well, there's all that bird symbolism throughout the whole issue. Yeah, there is, and it's weird. I almost because... stopped reading. <laughs> I was like, why am I reading about birds? What? Like, I've been loosely keeping up with Thor. Like I said, and the only reason I picked this one up is because it's a fear itself tie-in, and yeah. so. I... Yeah, but the yeah the bird somehow has an older Loki inside of it. Uh, yeah. This book has has changed hands a lot in the past couple of years because we had Straczynski's run, and then um, and then we had who do we have? Um, there was another guy in between where Loki or um, we played out the Mephisto deal with all those those women that ate all the all the all the flesh of everybody. And so Thor had to go down to hell and fight them. And then we had fraction take over the book. And now we have Gillen taking over the book. It's just, it switched hands so much. And, you know, Loki was a woman and then he was a, he's a boy now and he died. The century killed him, but we brought him back and now nobody trusts him. But Thor feels sorry for him because he's still growing up. This book is a mess. Yeah. I guess the end was probably the best part. It kind of just showed that he's kind of orchestrating everything. At least he thinks he is to an extent orchestrating what's going on with fear itself with, you know, Odin and, and all that good stuff. I think it, let's see. He says, thank you, Grim Hogan, swift Fandral, and wide Volstag. I fear no harm for myself or us all. After all, Asgard is a city of heroes and I'm sure someone will make sure we're all absolutely fine. So what's weird to me in this one is he meets himself, but he doesn't know whether he can trust himself. So, like, because he's the god of mischief, obviously if you met yourself and yourself was telling you something to do, I would probably trust him. You know what I'm saying? I know this is, like, totally fictitious. If you met yourself... And yourself was telling you, hey, you need to do this to make it work out. Would you trust him? But not if you're Loki, because he knows he can't trust Loki. Right, but if he knows that it's gonna, he's doing it only for his own, not his own good, but his own benefit, then why wouldn't you? But he thinks he is. I thought that aspect of it was interesting. But this as a tie-in, why in the world would they put Fear Itself on the on the title? On the I really didn't. Yeah, right until the end, I didn't... Yeah, kind of silly. I think I think it's supposed to be Loki's the one that uh, meets Scatty or Skatey or whoever it is for the first time, and I think it's kind of just a setup issue. Mm. Could be. So all in all, I mean, the whole reason we're talking about this book is because it's tied to Fear Itself. Fear Itself is supposed to be this huge deal, and I just wanted to point out that it's... It didn't even... I don't even think it should have had Fear Itself on the cover. Well, but it, I bet it, I bet you anything it moved a couple extra issues. It probably did. But, I mean, yeah. this is Gillen's first book uh, or first issue of this title. Um, what do you think about the title change? Journey into Mystery, because it, it was Thor. I would have just kept it Thor, wouldn't you? 
Well, they came out yesterday. They came out with Thor number one, the Mighty Thor number one. Oh, so yeah. they divided it into two books. And I have a feeling that Mighty Thor is going to be more about the movie coming out because you know what happens. People see the movie and they're like, oh, that's awesome. I'll go pick up the book. And if they see Thor number one they're, or Thor number five, they're way more apt to go and start reading it and buy Thor number one instead of, oh, Thor number 623. Yeah, exactly. So yep. he changed it to Journey in the Mystery, which if you've been reading a long time, then you obviously know that that's a Thor title. But if you're not, then it doesn't matter. I don't yeah. know. All in all, I mean, I thought it was well written. I'm not really into Thor, so I thought Gillen did a good job, but you know, it, it was it was like almost a wasted issue for kind of gimmicky. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, ultimately it comes down to sales. You know, it really does. Slap a new number one on something, it's going to sell. A movie's coming out, we got to get as much Thor crap out as we can. It's cool. I guess so. I, I mean, it wasn't all that bad, but still, it's it gets under my skin that it's gimmicky. But, I mean, as a lot of people point out, it's a business. What else are they going to do? You know, they yeah. want it to succeed. And I want them to succeed. I don't want them to, you know, go under. So I might as well go along with it. All right. Invincible yeah. Iron Man 503. Another one that with the Fear Itself title. This was really interesting. It's the third part to uh, Fix Me where – have you been reading this? Nope. Okay. Iron Man – I did read this issue. Tony Stark, well, good, thank you. <laughs> Tony Stark has been uh, kidnapped by Otto Octavius, and he has to heal him because Otto is told he only has so long to live. And uh, he kind of tries to put him in this quandary where, you know, he 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 wants him to heal him, and so he forces him to do that by saying he's going to kill all these people and blah, 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 blah. Um, but basically what he really wants is to feel superior over tony and they have a little history going all throughout part one part two part three it kind of has flashbacks about how there was a rival earlier on and there's also a um a difference in philosophy and ideology because you know uh they're talking about privatized versus weapon versus you know government type thing uh government funding so anyway, it gets to the point where Tony gets desperate enough to beg and say, uh, you're smarter, master, you know, don't kill these people, I'm sorry. Which, what what did you think about this? Did you think that he was given in? Like, if you were in this situation, what would you do? Well, I thought he was tricking him. I was waiting for a payoff of, <clears throat> like, something big was going to happen. He wasn't really going to be begging him. It was just a, some way to trick Doc Ock. And then it wasn't. <laughs> so so what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I'm a humble guy. I, I'll beg for somebody's life. Yeah, I kind of thought about that, too. It was like it wasn't a big deal. If people uh-huh. like if other people's lives were on the line, then why in the world would I be too proud to be like, please, I beg you on on bended knee. You know, like what would stand in a big way? ego, though? Oh, that's true. I mean, it's Tony Stark. He probably has, like, the biggest ego in all the Marvel Universe. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty up there. 
Except for Doctor Doom, of course. Yeah, he would never beg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, this was only like half the title, like half of it's done, the story's done, and then it's kind of like, okay, now we can co- sort of fit it into fear itself. They go to um, Thor and the Asgards, and they say, hey, let Stark resilient, or resilient as it's going to be called soon, rebuild your city. They say yes. Um, all of a sudden we see what is probably a hammer coming down from the sky, and Doc Ock is looking at it. And then um, you know, the same thing happens to the Stark resilient people. And they see another another hammer or possibly the same hammer coming down. And, you know, it this is this takes place before Fear Itself number one. So, you know, it was kind of it, it was weird. It was really strange because half the issue was finishing up last story and then half the issue was tying it into Fear Itself. Again, another I don't think handled the best way. I thought this was really stretching it for the fear itself. Really stretching it. Well, and the thing is, I mean, this whole fear itself, number one, happens, you know, it says it happens next, but really it kind of happens in the middle of this book because the Avengers go to Asgard and say, hey, we're going to rebuild the city. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, I, that's why I was surprised when you said we're going to do this one because it's a fear itself tie-in. I had no idea, and then I read it, and I said, seriously, Homestar? <laughs> Marvel616politics.net. It's .com. It's .com. <laughs> <laughs> For all you listeners that don't know what Homestar Runner is, go look it up. I don't think it has a big following anymore. And then the backup story had terrible art. I can't stand this guy's art. Chaken or something? Well, he name? gets a lot of work. He certainly does. I don't know how he does it. Do you like his art? No. Silly how, Andy. No, his it's terrible. I mean, he did... I guess I liked it on when he was doing the Punisher book. But this is... It's just terrible. It's just terrible. And he's doing his stuff in Avengers. Oh, <laughs> it's ter- it's hideous. His Avengers or not? No, his new Avengers. When they do the flashbacks, it's all Chaken's art. It's just when you mm. see Nick Fury in that, it's it's bad. Mm. All right, so I guess next month, Invincible Iron Man five and four, um, we're gonna see Fear itself tie in even more. I think the problem is that fear itself is such an abstract concept and, you know, eventually it'll become more concrete because more people are picking up hammers and then it'll be the god of fear for the Asgardians or whatever. But the concept itself and how they were selling it was so abstract that the tie-ins, the wording they use is so subtle. Oh, nowadays and everybody's scared of this and in this sort of economy... I don't know. It's a stretch. People got to really be paying attention to even get anything out of it. I'm I'm with you, hundred percent. All right, and probably the most exciting title we'll talk about tonight: Avengers 
Avengers 12-point run, you know I'm pretty choleric, so I'm going to go through it pretty quickly, just bullet points. Okay. All cool. right. What? Go for it. Basically, Spider-Woman, she's flying around. She finds this suit of armor. Well, guess who shows up? Intelligentsia, Andy's favorite supervillain group. <laughs> they show up, and they kidnap her. Meanwhile, Avengers Tower, um, they discover Abigail Brand. Steve Rogers doesn't really know who she is, but Beast, Wolverine, and a couple other people do. Um, so there's a lot to talking about that. They decide, oh, we need to go save Spider-Woman. So they get together a group to go save Spider-Woman. They head off to go save Spider-Woman, and um, they they meet the Intelligentsia, who has the whole who has the space suit, and it turns out it's Rom, the Space Knight, um, which is kind of a old school throwback to the 70s and 80s, and been seen for years. And uh, so the Avengers show up, they beat up the Intelligentsia, and Rom the Space Knight is actually transformed into Ultron. Bum, bum, bum. The end. Okay, there's several things I don't get about this issue. Most of the Intelligentsia is dead, right? How'd they die? Didn't, in in uh, World War Hulks, didn't they, didn't they die? Andy, I did not read that crap. Okay. I'm but, sorry. I just that just looks so awful. There's a red hulk and then there's a red girl hulk and the she hulk and a gray hulk and a blue hulk and and I couldn't even keep up with what title went after what because there's Incredible Hulk and then Incredible Hulks and then she I I'm sorry, I did not follow that. So you're gonna have to be the expert on that, bud. <laughs> yeah, I skimmed all those. I mean <laughs> It it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But I mean, I was surprised to see them because my initial reaction when I read this was, wait a minute, I thought some of those guys were dead. I thought they killed because what happened afterwards was um there was a backup story in Hulk that was called Scorched Earth, and Scorched Earth was if the intelligentsia dies, then um, they have all these things, plans set in place to kill the, the, the entire world. And so Rolk went around from place to place and actually Rick James did too. And he, they stopped all these things. So that's why I was confused because, and Bendis is usually a, a huge continuity buff. So it was kind of like, you know, Bendis, what are you doing? And then I thought, oh, this is set earlier, but Moon Knight's in here and, Anyway, this is very strange to me because they're face-to-face with Ultron, and I don't know how they're going to get out of this. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's kind of the setup for... Honestly, I think it's the setup for the Avengers movie. Okay, in what way? Well, we've not heard about the... I think the whole Skrulls being the villains in the Avengers movie was just something to... uh, you know, kind of like a wild goose hunt. Um, I think Ultron is going to be the villain in the Avengers movie. I think it's going to start off with Hulk being the villain, and once they kind of get him to their side, then they have to, they kind of all have to team up and go up after the Ultron. But just for a couple reasons, is we've got the whole Ultron war coming up. We saw it on the big map in a in the first few issues of Avengers, right. um, where it kind of showed the whole timeline. You know. And the Ultron War. So that should be coming up very soon. In the animated series Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Hasn't been shown in America. Just in Australia. Only the first half of season one has been shown. 
But in the second half, Ultron is the main villain and he's just kicking butt. Now, why are they holding off on showing it in America? We haven't had a new episode for months. There's there's a reason that they're they're holding off. And at the same time, when the Ultron War is happening and you know we've just introduced Ultron, is going to be you know about a year from now when the Avengers movie is supposed to be in theaters. So to me, it just kind of makes sense of why Ultron is coming. Oh, the other thing is, I don't know if you saw this, and it pro- I bet it didn't even hit on your radar. Um, there is a new card set. You know, like back in the old school days when you'd collect comic book cards? Yes. A new comic book card set. Uh, it's going to have to do... And it's like an Avengers... Um, Ultron card set that's coming out based on some storyline back in the 70s and or 80s. I, I know I'm not giving very much detail, but I read a short article on it this week. Why would Marvel put out a card set? Cards aren't really even that cool anymore. And of all the things to pick from, why would they go with this old this old story? So well, it sounds like the, you have really thought about this. Well, just combine those three things together. I'm like, I'm thinking Ultron is the villain. So you're thinking that this this all has to do with the movie? Well, I think it's set up. I mean, when Thor and Captain America movies, look at the past year. How much Thor and, Amer- and Captain America stuff has been shoved down our throats? Yeah, a ton of stuff. Yep. Meaningless miniseries and this and that. And, ugh, you know? Ultron, yeah, no, you're right. Gotta have time now, too. Because what, what, what if the Avengers are, you know, beating up on you know, Batrock the Leaper, you know, next summer. That's not going to make any sense for a movie. You no, have... you're right. But, I mean, does Ultron have a history with the Cosmic Cube, though? That's my question. I don't know. Because, I don't know if you heard, that. do you want me to spoil something for Thor or no? Sure, why not? Okay. The, the oh, last... Wait. No, wait, in the movie? Yeah. No, I do not want to hear a thing. Okay, all right. Well, then I I, I won't tell you that. I know our UK friends have already seen it, but I have to wait uh, one more week. Well, our UK friends, you better tell them not to put anything on Facebook. I saw one of our UK friends posting on Facebook, and I just chose not to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm totally spoiled because they talked about it on um, Hideous Energy uh, this past week, so... Anyway, I don't know. From what they said, I don't know if you're right. I could be wrong. But, I but... mean, you're, it seems like everything's fitting into place. Whoever did the art on this issue, who did it? Hitch? Brian Hitch. Dude, you, you didn't like it? Oh, it's awful. Are you serious? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. The way he draws the superheroes, I think, is good. Mm. As I was reading it, I was thinking, Andy's going to love this. Did you really think that? Yeah, because we've talked about Hitch before. I think the best, I mean, I think the best page, though, is when it has, after after the supposed fight with Ultron, that spread that where uh, the building is completely demolished and Modoc is sitting there with his egg-shaped head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look down at that, and you got Wolverine, or the next page, too. That one where where Hank is sitting down, and Wolverine's walking toward Thor, and 
Carol Danvers is there. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great art. How can you not like that? It just looks rushed to me. It it uh, it reminds me of a um, a little finer version of John Romita Jr. Do you, do you, you don't like Jr. Sometimes Jr. either hits it or he destroys it. I think it has a lot to do with his anchor. Could be, yeah. His Spider-Man stuff is fantastic, spectacular. Oh, oh his new stuff? Mm, his old stuff. Because his when he was doing Amazing Spider-Man with Trzinski, that was tight. Yeah, yeah, he was knocking it out of the park. All right, well, this is, I mean, this is one of the only 12.1 issues that actually makes sense to me. But the problem is here, if, you know, it's supposed to be a jumping on point for new readers. We've talked about this. Are they trying to get new readers from outside the industry or inside the industry? Because, you know, if you don't know who Ultron is, then, you know, like it's dun, 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 uh, uh, Ultron? Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) He's back? Cool. That's cool. So, anyway, all right, we wanted to talk about Age of X, but my LCS and I'm sure yours was out of the New Mutants 24. And so um, I have to wait for mine to come in from DCB Service. And so we will have to talk about that next time. I know you are devastated. Well, I kind of want to get it over and get back to reality. Oh, dude, it's it's good. I I, I think I think it's gonna lead in to I think it's gonna lead into the schism thing where they divide up. I I really think so. However, this ends, I think that we will see it flow into okay. Now we're gonna di- divide up sides and everything. Because they say it's supposed to do with the 616, and we, I mean, we know at least Charles is, is awake, and he's a 616 character. We'll see, I guess. Oh, I, I'm way more excited about this than you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of, eh. All right, all right. All right, let's do our next segment, which I am super excited about. sir something called would you rather would you rather (laughs) now this has the potential to be a very long segment so i'll try to curb curb my conversation yeah we're both good at that (laughs) so far we're doing good on time but that's probably because we reviewed a lot of sucky titles so (laughs) yeah Look, I apologize, listeners, that we have to cover this stuff, but we're trying to cover – Marvel 616 Politics tries to cover the main events of the Marvel 616 universe, and if we hit a dry spot in the 616 universe, then that really makes our show suffer. we got to really take that into consideration next time. And if you don't like what we're covering, Andy's the producer, so let him know. No, if you don't like what we're covering, then just fast forward. (laughs) That works too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you want to go first or me? Sure. All right. Andy, 
Would you rather be a secret Avenger, mighty Avenger, part of the Academy, or a regular Avenger? You didn't stick new Avenger in there. Oh, I'm sorry. There are only 7 million Avengers titles. (laughs) Or a new Avenger. (laughs) Okay, well, out of what you said, okay, because I would definitely pick new Avenger because I think Luke Cage is an excellent leader. And uh, oh, I, I'm sorry, New Avenger replaced Mighty Avengers, didn't it? Well, Mighty Avengers stopped. That's that's right. I'm sorry. So that's what I meant instead of Mighty. Okay, new. So, okay, New Avengers. That's what I would pick because I think Luke Cage is a great leader. I like uh, Iron Fist. I think he's a great guy. And um, you know, Wolverine's on that team. Spider-Man's there. I guess the reason why I didn't. This is dumb. This may sound stupid. But <laughs> the reason why I didn't say Spider-Man right away is because I kind of put myself in his place. So, like, huh? instead of him, it would be me in the Spider-Man costume. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, good question. All right. Would you rather read about Lupine Wolverine for a year or read Young Allies for a year? What was the question? Would you rather read about Lupine Wolverine, Wolverine number 50 with Jeff Loeb where he's all like, Wolverine evolved from dogs. Would you rather read about Lupine Wolverine for a year, like the storyline has to do with that for a year, or would you rather read Young Allies for a year? Probably Lupine Wolverine. What? What? (laughs) Why? Did you choose that just to spite me? (laughs) No, well, because back, um, hmm, like in 95, 96, there was a whole feral Wolverine. You weren't into comics back then. And he was feral for like a whole year. And it was readable. <laughs> Young Allies, however, not readable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're not going to get into that conversation again. All right, uh, all right, okay, I can see that. So it has to do with readability. jerk all right (laughs) would you rather write hercules or deadpool would i rather write yes as a writer deadpool yeah because i think you could do a lot with them and you can remender has shown that um in his uncanny x-force run that he can be a different character you could either go total breaking the fourth wall or you could write him as like a bad dude who uh, can take on whatever comes his way in a very creative and off-the-wall kind of crazy, um, innovative way. Herc is just such a flat character, man. No. I don't think you can make him interesting at all. I really don't. I, I don't see how... I haven't read Herc number one, but I really don't see how that... He lost his powers. He's just a man, or you know, or he's a super god. It's all crap. Are you satisfied with that answer, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was two. trying to think of an equally crappy character, but see, I guess it's me that hates Deadpool so much. So that's why I was like, Hercules or Deadpool. <laughs> Number two, would you rather have to buy digital comics for cover price? Or wait six months for the next trade industry wide. So like 
they wouldn't even be publishing single issues. Every six months, they would come out with a new trade, or would you rather buy digital comics for full cover price? Oh, dude, I would do a trade any day of the week. So you, love- you would wait that entire time? You would be like, yeah, would oh, it. issue three of Spider-Man came out. i got to wait six months for issue four. Wait, why would I wait six months for issue four? Well, if you just count the trade as one issue. So you would be like, okay, issues one through six came out, and then now I have to wait for issues seven through 12 in, in, in six months? Yeah, as long as they came out as a chunk. Yeah, I could do that because I've got so much – I have so many comic books. I've always got something to read. Oh, okay. So you, uh, I see. All right. So instead of reading Spider-Man each month, you would say, okay, this month I'm going to read Spider-Man. Next month I'll read X-Factor. Yeah. Yeah, like right now I'm I'm actually reading um, the early 300 issues of Uncanny X-Men because I've just got so much stuff and it's great to go back and read that stuff and then pick up a trade of like all new issues and just sit down and, and read it in like two hours. That'd be great. I guess that does. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. All right. All right. Right on. All right. Yours. Would you rather clean the shower after Beast or Wolfsbane? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Would I rather clean the shower after Beast or Wolfsbane? <laughs> off, the, off the top of my head, I would go with Beast <laughs> because he seems to be more conscientious. So... He would probably, and we're talking about furry beast, right? Yeah. Okay. And pregnant wolfsbane. Oh, good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I I think I would go with beast because he seems more polite and he would try to clean up after himself. At least be apologetic for anything he left. Good man. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're both pretty much. It's either blue fur or brown fur. You know. Kind of gross, though. Yeah, probably probably wolfsbane because it, it brown. I could be like, oh, I could just pretend it came from someone's head. Blue, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> See, dude, that the whole thing's disgusting to me because I can't even clean. I, you know, I got girls and their hair comes out everywhere and it's just disgusts me wait i you cut out for a second you can't what it it disgusts me that i can't clean up you know my daughters my my daughters and my wife her hair comes out all the time when they're brushing or whatever it's just disgusting it's just hair i know but it's everywhere (laughs) all right okay all right number three would you rather pay 25 cents less per issue and have two pages less of content or pay 25 cents more with the same amount of content? I can only do one or the other. Yes. So across the board, would you rather save money but yet have less story or pay an extra quarter per book but and keep the same story. I just pay an extra quarter. Ah, see, I thought that's what I thought that's what you would say. So, like for another price hike, you'd be fine with it. 
No, I wouldn't be fine with it. Yeah, but I mean, but I've got no choice. Yeah, but DC, they said they're drawing the line at two ninety nine, but they did away with two pages worth of comic. Yeah, but it's not like they were charging three twenty five an issue. No, they were ch- charging three ninety nine. Yeah, so you got uh, you got they gave a you get to save a dollar and lose two pages, right? Yeah. Okay, as opposed to a quarter. Well, that's why I chose a quarter because I thought it would be a harder question to answer. Yeah, a quarter. I mean, that's that's not a whole lot. Even though gas is four fifteen a gallon, quarter isn't that much. Gas is four fifteen a gallon up there. Yeah. Holy moly, we haven't broken the four dollar one yet. Oh, I filled up yesterday. It was three eighty six, but uh, I had a speedy speedy rewards card, so I saved fifty cents. So I got it for like three thirty six, I guess. But then to and I'm so glad I filled up yesterday because I drove by today. Every gas station is four fifteen. You you saved fifty cents a gallon. Because I don't know if you have speed. Do you, you got Speedway down there? Speedways everywhere. If you no, get that, I don't think we no? do. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, we don't have Speedway. It's just a rewards card. Each time you buy gas, you swipe it. And so we had thirty one thousand points. And so if I gave up eight thousand points, I could save fifty cents a gallon. So For how long? Save. Just one fill-up. Oh, 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 okay. I got you. Yeah, I saved almost seven bucks. So. Yeah, I guess that's when you want to fill up when you're like super duper low. Yeah, exactly. Huh. All, All right. right. My turn, right? Yeah, number four. All right. Would you rather have a Marvel Universe without Spider-Man or the Sentry? I would rather have a universe without the Sentry because we we did for so long yeah. and uh, we were fine. But that's a good question. I think that Spider-Man kind of fills a void that that needs to be filled. Yeah. You know, totally. whereas the Sentry is kind of a statement character. They're making a statement and a, a stark contrast. I. It is a stark contrast between him and Superman. I, I really do believe that. Even though superficially mm-hmm. a lot of people think that they're very similar characters, I think that they're not. Yeah, I, it was hard. I was like, who equates to Spider-Man in Andy's eyes? Nobody really, but I guess I'll go with that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm tearing up. You know me so well. <laughs> All right, I do have the sentry on this one. Now, this question for you. Would you rather... Read a Sentry series, or would you rather read a series where Storm was used out of character? And <laughs> well, if I'm you, already reading that. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, totally off the wall. Like, I'll give you an example. And this is for a year, okay? Like, the leader of Peter David's X Factor, or married to... The Black Panther. No. <laughs> Something like that. That would never happen. <laughs> well, yeah, just totally off the wall. Like, she was dating, I, you know... T'Challa. No, stop. <laughs> she was dating Daredevil or something. Like, something totally, like, you would say, that is not hers. That would never happen. So what would you rather read? Sentry or a storm that you couldn't stand? 
probably Storm I couldn't stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I feel like I've been reading a Storm I can't stand for the past five years. And and uh, honestly, whenever Storm's in something, I'm just excited because she's been relegated to the background of X-Men. So probably go with that. <laughs> and I don't want to read about this century or the young ally. <laughs> You knew they were going to show up in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Would you rather jump out of a cake for a drunken Wolverine or Big Bertha? Oh, good night. Where did you get this question? <laughs> and I think you know what comes with jumping out of a cake. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> Are you talking about skin-tight clothing? Uh, probably a little less than that. <laughs> For a drunken Wolverine or Big Bertha? You got it. <laughs> man, oh man. I'm... <laughs> Jeez, I'm peace, man. I would probably... Rather... Oh, dude. Probably Big Bertha. Because I think Wolverine would get angry and and... I really don't want to be the receiving end of that when he if he gets angry. Like, what is this? Ching, ching, snick, 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 snick. Like, holy cow! I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's my answer. What would you pick? Oh no, uh-uh. It don't work that way. <laughs> All right, mine was not that embarrassing. All right, number five. Would you rather Armor or Layla Miller lead the X-Men? Oh, gosh. That's why you were asking me what her name was. Yeah, I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> oh, they're both so, so awful. Mm, I guess Armor. <laughs> why? Uh, dude, it, I, how am I supposed to... Like, what kind of choice is that? I need like, you, I need a good definite reason. I'm just saying it's like would you rather drown or be set on fire? Like <laughs> probably neither, you know? <laughs> uh, I guess cuz she's already an X-Man woman. Like X-Man woman. It's uh, cuz she's already with the X-Men whereas Layla Miller just knows stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I just every time she says it I just crack up. Yeah, because I guess she because she's already an X Men character, so she has a little bit of history with them. Did you did you read Uncanny? Um, what is it? Six. Which one was it? Oh, I don't have it right here. Six thirty five, I think, or five thirty? No, six thirty five. Five Did you read that one yet? I thought I did. <laughs> it's great. All right. We need the break world team, except for armor. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, we need every single person who was on break world, except, except armor. We can, we'll can we leave her home. <laughs> I was like, good night. Why did they just, why didn't they just not say anything? Why did they say, this character is dumb? You know, <laughs> why would you say that? Why would you, he's <laughs> a beats. I mean, it was either no one likes this likes this character and it was a dumb creation, Joss Whedon, or it was I really don't know how to write this character because she's 
totally retarded and I don't want to fool with her or learn anything. So, I mean, like, <laughs> what in the world? Why would you say that? <laughs> I need everyone except Armor. They should have been like, except Armor, who's training, you know, Hope or working with Hope or something like that. There's just a little dig in there. I guess so, but, you know, Joss Whedon did something right. He's directing the Avengers movie. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of things right, but he does a lot of things not so right either. Yeah, Armor was supposed to be the new Kitty Pride. And it took like five years for him to do 24 issues. It was killing me. Yeah, I mean, well, that book, that book is nuts. I mean, it comes out every other month. Yeah, but back then when he was writing it, you're like, maybe every four months, you know. Is that true? Because I know that's how it was with um, Warren Ellis. Or how oh, yeah, that was pretty bad, too. Oh, yeah, that's been really bad. They had a limited series. They had a mini-series yeah. in the middle of a story arc. The Ghost Box? <laughs> well, no, Xenogenesis. They had Xenogenesis oh. in the middle yeah. of the story where Storm is going up against the the Brood or something. Yeah. I, I just pretend like that didn't happen continuity because it doesn't make any sense anywhere. That had, that had Abigail Brand in it also. What a terrible character. Oh. And Emma Frost was drawn all uh, awkward. <laughs> oh, for Xenogenesis, yeah, she was. She was like... Yeah, and Storm had a mohawk, and like this cannot be in continuity. There's no way. No, it was bad. It was bad. All right, our Tina Awards. The Tina Awards. Now on to arguably the best segment of the show tina turner and her fabulous legs are going to walk us through some of these comics that we've read oh what a good setup (laughs) (laughs) all right how many you got two all right hopefully i'll be able to guess these and win this segment you're not because they're really hard and i was actually stretching for both of them Sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. Mine mine are mine are fairly difficult as well, so we'll see. Maybe neither of us will win. Do you have two? I do have two. Okay. You go first, sir. All right. Under my thumb. Now he's under my thumb. That is one I have not heard before. It's an older one. Let's see. It's actually a Rolling Stones cover. You you say that like it's an older one, like I would know exactly, oh, this must be in this album. <laughs> or, oh, you know all her current stuff. Thank you for giving me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Sorry, um, I talking to. <laughs> how Dr. Octopus treats um, Tony Stark? No. Good night. All right. How Loki is manipulating everything? Yeah, good job. All right, all right. Yeah, he's got the Asgardians right where he wants them. Okay, so that's half a point for me. I'll give it to myself. Okay. <laughs> all right, you. Help. Oh, help me get my feet back on the ground. Won't you please, please 
that could be for a variety of things. <laughs> it could be. Um, it could be for Marvel trying to increase their sales by putting Fear Itself on everything. Mm, no, let's go with a specific title we talked about. Oh, Journey. Oh, well, they're both pretty. Is it along those lines, or you're saying no? Pick a title. No, pick a title. Oh, okay. Um, Iron Man, because he's begging Doc Ock. Mm, he's not begging for help, so no. Uh, little Loki's getting help from Bird Loki. Choose a different title. Oh, Avengers? Yes, Avengers! Oh, see, I wasn't even look, thinking about that one. Did they save <laughs> Spider-Woman? No, because... Oh, help! It's Ultron! Did anyone say, oh, help! It's Ultron? No, but it's it's like... The biggest villain in the world is finally... Like, you know, <laughs> he was going... They were going nuts. Like, oh, no, it's Ultron. I don't know how we're going to deal with this. This is Oh, no, we need help. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they just, they pretty much just panicked. There was no part in that where they inspired confidence in the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were just like, oh, our worst fears. We, ju- we, we just dealt with all the Infinity Gems and the Infinity Gauntlet, which could destroy reality as we know it. But now our worst fears are coming to pass because this robot man that we made is back. Yeah, you're right. Good job, man. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> When next time I see you, I expect a pat on the back. Are you? Are we gonna do uh, Chicago Comic Con? When is that? I think it's in August. See what I can do. See what I can do. Cause we were diced out of San Diego. Good night. Uh, yeah. Bad memories. Bad memories. Yeah. All right. What's your second one? It's gonna work out fine. Is it in yeah. that? It's in that one? Um, is it because because they're like, hey, we'll rebuild Asgard. Everything's going to be great. No. You're not going to guess it. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> I put it's going to work out fine because and it's something I didn't get to talk to you about during the issue. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I was really pumped about Sandman, Electro, and Dr. Octopus being an Iron Man uh, because usually they're pretty much strictly Spidey villains. But because they were able to be in another title, I was like, it's cool. It's going to work out fine for other people and from other universes to be in another universe. It's all good. We could share characters. That is, yeah, that's a stretch. It's going to work out fine. It's okay. Jeez, <laughs> some feet. There's no possible way I would have gotten that. <laughs> well, because we well we didn't talk about it either, but I love that's what that was my favorite part about that whole issue. Because when you see stuff like because it's so silly, it's like Sandman's attacking. Well, the only person that's going to be in New York at that time is Spider Man. Like that's the stupidest thing in the world. So I love it when they kind of all cross over. You should go back and read uh, five hundred one and five hundred two of Iron Man. Yeah, because they show up a lot more than, okay. than five hundred three. And five hundred three would probably make a lot more sense. Well, yeah. 
if you were reading every single title all the time, <laughs> you would know that. I don't know how you do it. I, my home life suffers. Okay. <laughs> Last one. It takes two. That'd be for Little Loki and Big Loki? Yeah, look at you. Right on. I think actually you won because I only got half a point and you got <laughs> a whole point. You got one whole point. <laughs> it was a tough series. <laughs> tough series of questions. <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loki, the two Lokis. That mystifies me, you know? Look. I don't know if I'm going to stick with these Fear Itself tie-ins. The Homefront one was good. Um, I think Age of X is good going on right now. I'm really into the Year of the X-Men and Schism. I'm really, I'm looking forward to where that goes. I'm really into Captain America. I wish they would do another Captain America event um, with the Winter Soldier and everything and where that's at right now. But as far as... Uh, Main well, Fear things. itself is supposed to be a Captain America and Thor event. It's supposed to be Captain America? It's, I mean, I'm only getting the Thor vibe from it. Well, because Red Skull's in it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes, um, Brubaker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, I mean, I, I'm really looking forward to the X-Men stuff coming up. Yeah. The and, The whole schism. Yeah, of the whole yeah, it should it should make for a lot of good stories, I think. I'm with you. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And they did an interview uh, with somebody I don't know whoever's writing Schism, and they said that Storm's gonna have a a featured role. Nice featured. Like, right. Well, that might mean she's leading a team. That would be great. Yeah, it probably means she's dating Daredevil or she's leading X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if we guessed that. That's fantastic. I could go for her dating Daredevil. And what? Why? That makes no sense. Talk about a pretty cool storyline. Like you've got this street level blind guy dating this weather goddess. Do we go to Hell's Kitchen? Do we go to Utopia? I don't know. How will people not know it's me? What do you mean? Oh, there's no way Daredevil could keep what's left of his secret identity if he was dating Storm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty Who tough. is a queen of a country. But she wouldn't be if she's with Daredevil. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose you're right. All right, well, anything else for tonight? No, we'll just round it out with our sponsor and contact info. Let's do that. Our sponsor, this episode, again, is brought to you by DCBService.com, discount comic book service, where you can get all your issues, current issues, back issues, trade paperbacks, and premier hardcovers for amazing discounts. Amazing. I'm astonished. I uh, don't listen. Don't listen, Jared. I got Rising Stars, the compendium, all every single issue for 50 bucks. And the thing is huge, and I can't wait to read it. It's one of Straczynski's finest, I'm told. Um, it's wonderful service. It's great. So jump aboard. Um, shoot us an email. Shoot them an email. Tell them you heard about 
them through us. They're extremely friendly, as we know Zach is. Um, and again, this is Marvel 616 Politics. Uh, go to our website, marvel616politics.com, for all our previous episode episodes. Uh, email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter or Google Buzz. We're on Google Buzz and we have been since nearly the beginning. So uh, twitter.com slash 616politics. Hit us up on Facebook. That's where you can interact with us uh, more so than anywhere else. Facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics. Or give us a call if you got a question, a comment, concern, just want to ramble for a little bit. Uh, but do know that a weird lady will answer first. She'll want your name and then leave the message. 616-755-TINA. You got it. And until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. <laughs>